Welcome to the Clemson Dubcast. It is Friday, May 26th. The next few weeks are going to be huge for Clemson recruiting, and nobody covers that topic better than our Paul Strelo. So, a fantastic time to sign up for TigerIllustrated.com if you're not already a subscriber. My good friends Blake Smith and Brooke Archenhold have been part of the podcast since the beginning, way back in August of 2018. They have an accomplished team of personal injury attorneys at Parm Smith and Archenhold based in Greenville. They are Clemson people, and their skillful attorneys have decades of experience in complicated litigation matters, taking a special interest in medical malpractice, nursing home abuse, and neglect, car accident cases that have left the individuals involved in serious trouble. For a free consultation at Parm Smith and Archenhold, call 864-990-4581 or online at parhamlaw.com. That's P-A-R-H-A-M law.com. Solero Communications, formerly known as Tandem Payment, is a full-service integrated electronic payments provider powered by leading-edge technology. Solero provides a wide array of merchant solutions, simplified payments. They make onboarding, taking payments, maintaining risk management and compliance, and getting support quick and easy. At Solero, they're all about helping you achieve sustainable growth as a business. Taking payments isn't the only thing your business needs. With Solero's solutions, you can manage inventory, sell products and services via social media, schedule staff, track sales, get reports, and much, much more. Find out more about Solero at solerocommerce.com. That's C-E-L-E-R-O commerce.com. When you're ready for a complete renovation in your home or business, open the door to more with Harris Home and Harris Commercial. Their local experience team will totally transform any room space from beautiful floor coverings to construction to finished details. Harris handles every step of your renovation process, whether it's a kitchen or living room or an industrial or educational setting, like some of the positively stunning work they've done at Clemson University. Go to discoverharris.com and experience a total renovation transformation from Harris Home and Harris Commercial. Okay, we're going to continue a trend of the last couple of months in providing the uncut audio from the all the assistants who sat down with the media during spring practice. So today, we got Garrett Riley leading off, followed by Wes Goodwin, and then Thomas Austin, the offensive line coach. All right, here we go. Enjoy. Yeah, I think just early on, you know, um, at the last place, just like you mentioned, there was some familiarity with kind of what we were doing um, in terms of scheme and some of the coaching were, uh, were already prone to kind of what we did. Um, so that helped at the last place, and here it is. Definitely a fresh start, um, you know, change and some terminology and, and things of that nature, but a lot of things conceptually are, are the same. It just may be taught a little differently, different philosophy, just kind of a different way of thinking more than anything. And that's, what, uh, that's what's been neat to see so far, the buy-in from the staff. I mean, from day one of just kind of being open-minded and really just digesting everything we're trying to accomplish. And, you know, up to this point with our players, I mean, they're, they're eager to really learn this quickly and just kind of get in a groove. And that's what's been good so far is, is three days into it. I think it's a good foundation for us uh, from a player standpoint. You mentioned offensively, terminology is a big thing. But for an offensive line, is there much structurally different? Like you can see pretty much receivers, uh, some of the differences in that, I was talking about them. But the offensive line, is it more the terminology or are there tweaks in different things? 
Yeah, I mean, not a big wholesale change or anything up front. You know, again, I think probably just kind of dumbing it down. It's it's more about just kind of having an identity, being consistent with what we're doing, and those guys getting a million reps at doing the same thing. You know, up front, at the skill position, at the quarterback position. You know, that that's more than anything. That's probably the biggest difference. I guess Dad was talking about how the receivers do not switch sides, so you get lined up a lot faster. I mean, how much tempo do you like to use, and do you have a goal in terms of from whistle to snap we want to have it all? No, not 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 really. You know, I haven't put a, a set limit or, or uh, kind of a number on it yet. It's really just what we feel like our guys can handle, number one. Um, you know, and number two, I, yeah, everybody loves to play fast, but defenses have, have caught up and, and know how to play against tempo defenses now, too. You know, and certainly against some people, you feel like you could have an advantage with tempo, but to me, it's what's, what's more important is dictating the tempo. Okay, if if you just play fast all the time, that may play in the hands of some some people. So to me, you know, dictating the tempo is is kind of the premium. But yeah, I mean, with kind of the way we line up, the way we formation, things like that, it does give us the ability to play a little bit faster. Garrett, what has the process been like as far as evaluating personnel and trying to learn strengths and weaknesses? Say it again. Sorry, I missed your first part. That's been the fun part, you know, is, is I get to come in with a complete, complete uh, clean slate for a lot of guys and unbiased, you know, opinions on people. And I kind of get to see it through a different lens. So I think it's probably maybe in a way a little refreshing for some of our current coaches, right, that have known these kids and have seen them every day. And they may hear kind of a different opinion or a different voice on some guys that maybe they didn't think that way in the first place. But that part's been great. That's the fun part is you get to evaluate, evaluate what you do have and, you know, if y'all y'all seen a little bit of our practice early on, I mean, we're repping a lot of guys here, as you should in spring, to, to really kind of get a great sample size on these guys. Paulo, how much of that is going back and watching film from last year and how much is kind of going off of what you see in practice? I mean, for me, it carries more weight of what I actually see now. You know, certainly I watch the film and games of everything from, from the past couple of years, really. And... Um, you know, that gives me a little bit of a grasp of kind of what we have and guys that has some experience and some continuity at some spots. But, you know, it carries a little bit more weight with what I'm seeing right now in front of me. We, we can get to anything, really. I mean, we can condense it down. We can widen them out, um, you know, but from just kind of a normal alignment, it's not a whole lot different than probably what you saw last year. I think quickly, you know, and, and – Again, we're we're all about simplicity and making it easy for that guy. Number one, I mean, that's 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 the whole thing. If it's easy for the quarterback, odds are it's it's uh, it's gonna you're gonna reap the benefits of that eventually. So he's he's grasped it well. I think all those guys have. They've had a great mentality uh, from day one of learning in that quarterback position room. Uh, I think we got smart kids in there, guys that understand football. But yeah, okay, specifically, a lot of things that he's kind of done at, at the high school level and things we did last year. It's just probably doing a little bit more and, and higher repetition of it. From your perspective, 
referring to because he was just glowing the other day. We were talking about how few or much fewer plays there are uh, compared to compared to last year's plays they were taking the game. <coughs> sure. Um, I mean, I'm sure that gives him some comfort, you know, of just in three days into it of having a pretty good grasp of going into a practice and just having some confidence with what you're doing at an early age and in a, or an early stage of where we're at offensively, you know, that, that's, that's a good thing, right? And I think that's probably the biggest thing with, with our quarterbacks right now is, you know, may not be executing it great right now in three practices in, but in terms of mentally where we're at, they've got confidence with what we're doing. And so that's a, that's a testament to our kids. CV, yeah, he's um, he's a talented dude. He's a big kid now. Um, fun to watch, eager, mentally. He's a sharp kid. I mean, it's all kind of going fast and new, as you would expect for a young quarterback. But the guy's not phased. You know what I mean? I mean, he's a uh, he's a very poised individual. And so, you know, skill set wise, there's a lot to love about him. But he's had, uh, you know, like I said, he's he's been a poised guy early on, which is a good sign for a young quarterback. Noble Johnson, how familiar were you with him from Texas recruiting and just kind of what you've seen from him so far? Yep, I've known Noble for, for a couple years now, have watched a lot of his film and his games and seen him in person. And so he's, uh, you know, he's one that's getting a ton of reps right now. And physically, he's, he's a gifted guy, you know. And so we just got to kind of bring him along. And, and he's already made strides here in just a couple of days. You know, from day one, you can already see some improvements. So same thing, he's, he's an e- eager individual, but uh, physically gifted. It's hard not with the receivers. Because what, what do you feel like that gives you on offense? I know Dad would talk about tempo, but is there more to it? Yeah, before tempo, the biggest thing is you just get guys in the same spots and they do things over and over again, you know, and a guy can master if he's on the left side, he can truly master catching the ball over this shoulder. You get a guy on the right side all, all year, all day long, he gets to become where he's a master at catching over this shoulder. So things like that where they just do it over and over and over again. And, uh, you know, they're not flipping all the time and getting used to a million different things. And so there's some, there's some comfort level with just kind of being in the same spot a lot. So, yeah, that just kind of goes back to old principles of, of you know, what I learned at an early age. I mean, install-wise, really not much. I mean, we're going to put in what we need to put in for the spring and just kind of get a base foundation of, uh, you know, accumulating great tape for us to move forward into summer and into fall camp and all that. So, you know, I really don't care who's out there right now. You know, we've got guys that that uh, need to get reps and there's things we need to get installed and things we need to get good tape of, and, and then we can build off of that. How much of the offense we have installed by the spring? Uh, I mean... If I had to put a percentage on it, I would say, I'd say probably 80 to 90. I mean, pretty, pretty full amount. And then, then you always see where where it goes. You know what I'm saying? You, you put in your base install, and and then you kind of see what you're good at. That's that's what we're trying to do as coaches. That's ultimately one of our goals on offense. Is we got to be able by the end of spring to identify kind of what our strengths and weaknesses are. And based on that, that's what we'll go into fall camp with. Based on that in fall camp, that's what we're going to roll with in the season, you know, and, and we're going to live and die kind of with that. Hey, you mentioned there was a game last year where there were <clears> eight <throat> plays on the call sheet going in. 
say he was guessing maybe around 30 for you. Just, do you. Do you have an idea of how many? Uh, you may not want to give that exact number away, but do you have kind of an idea? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not 80. Um, you know, it's not 80. So, yeah, I mean, just whatever we feel like we need to carry. But for, for us, you know, for what we do, less is more. And, um, you know, like I said, we'll just kind of see where we're at and what we feel like we need to carry. But if, if we can trim it, we're going to trim it. It's been it's been fun, you know. It's it's a challenge because you're just teaching new personalities and you're, um, you know, teaching new stuff and all of that. But um, all the while, you're you're trying to build some chemistry and build some camaraderie in the room and all those things. But that's what's fun about what we do, you know. I mean, that's a big reason of why all of us got into coaching is because you love that part, right? You love to be a part of something, be a part of a team. So that's kind of what we have in our unit meetings with position coaches and so that's that's the fun part you're teaching a lot of things that may be new to some people and you know I think that's always good it's kind of a fresh a freshness about it and now all of a sudden I'm hearing from these other guys that bring fresh ideas too things that I haven't really thought of in the last couple years or whatever so I just think for for kind of all parties here there's there's really good you know kind of brainstorming and conversation going on with all this. Yeah, no, Kyle's been great. Yeah, he's he's got some familiarity with it, you know, at his high school days, and he learned learned a lot of this from uh, Hal Mummy when he worked for him um, early on in his career. So yeah, there's there's kind of a common ground there, right? But Kyle's been great. He's he's definitely someone I can bounce some things off of, and and uh, you know, I've already kind of developed that that relationship that way for sure. As far as changing their positions, is that what you're asking about, or more movement? Yeah, yeah. I mean, end of the day, you want big people, right? Um, but yeah, the athleticism gives us some things where we can get on the edge. I mean, you just see in with defenses nowadays, last several years, a lot of people try and cut up the box and junk it up a little bit. So if you can get some people that do have mobility or versatile. You know, it's certainly going to give us some advantages in the run game. Um, you know, we've got some athletic guys up there. I mean, we have some big human beings in that room, and Coach Austin's done a good job with them uh, up to this point. But, you know, there's there's some versatility up front that I see already. Would you say the past few years you were the breakdown in your mind, zone versus gap? It's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's been different the last couple of years with each team. Each team's been been kind of different but you know I, I'd say we've probably been a little bit heavier zone just all together than the gap scheme stuff but you know last year at TCU we were probably a little bit better gap team um, with those guys so just again kind of depends on what we're good at and what we feel like we have but um, I would say we've been a little heavier zone just the last couple of years you know and, and Clemson's had a great run had a great you know statistical um, run last year with inside zone, so it's something that I know we have a lot of confidence here, and we've done it well for a long time here. Steve, Texas traditionally hasn't been a huge recruiting footprint for Clemson. They've gotten a couple guys last few years. What has it been like for you, uh, having recruited the state for several other schools, to now go in <laughs> on Clemson's behalf? It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool to where 
to wear that Paul, there's no doubt. But yeah, it's um, you know, those, those, a lot of people in Texas, I think, have a great respect for for this brand and what Clemson's done um, certainly the last decade. And and so I think there's a lot of, like I said, a lot of respect out there in that state for Clemson. Um, so yeah, it's been pretty good outreach you know since I got here from a lot of Texas high school coaches and and people I have relationships with um you know with football so you know I know they're excited for us and for me and for all these Texas guys on our roster but you know there is we've done well recruiting there last several years and bringing some guys in from from Texas and so I think it's only going to help us kind of have a strong footprint there um as we move forward. Yeah, he's athletic. I mean, Cade's kind of, uh, you know, I don't want to say sneaky fast, but, I mean, he's he's a very versatile, you know, athlete. You know, I mean, you go back and watch high school tape. He was running around pretty good um, there at Westlake. So, I mean, he brings he brings athleticism. He's a guy you can certainly run. You know, you got to be smart with him. He's not the biggest guy in the world. So, you know, you got to be mindful of that. But he's definitely going to give you an element in the run game for sure. Um, I, I think more than anything, it's just let, let, let's get good at, at a few things, you know, and let's grow from there. But let's just kind of dumb it back down, kind of start fresh in terms of, like I said, just getting really, really good at, uh, you know, at a few things, gain an identity early here um, in spring football. Let's come away with an identity offensively. And then, like I said, that, that, that will grow, um, you know, and just just don't get bored with routine. Don't get bored with doing things over and over and over again. That, that's something that, you know, our guys have to buy into. And I think we have so far. Now we're early in spring football. It's easy to do it early. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how we progress or if we can sustain that all the way through. Yeah, just I think mentally it's them seeing, you know, obviously you want to see some results that come along with that, right, and uh, can kind of validate why you do some things. And I think we're seeing that early on here in three practices. But, um, you know, and then the other thing it does too, it allows you when you do so few things and you just do it over and over again, well, now all of a sudden you can move players around and they know what to do. Um you can take that receiver we talked about earlier, that receiver that's always on the left. Well, you may have an injury on the right, and you need to move him over now to that other position. Well, because you're doing the same stuff all the time, that receiver knows what to do over there just because you've done it over and over again. He's seen, he has seen it on tape over and over again. And so now that kind of gives you some flexibility to move guys. Um, you know, so I think that's kind of another part to it as well. Um, I've been proud just operationally, you know, I mean, getting the call, getting lined up, people in the right spots. Those are always things you worry about kind of early on. You know, we really started well that way on day one. And that was, um, I don't know if surprising is the right word, but I was, I was pleased about that after seeing it from day one. So I just think operationally, that's the biggest thing. Number one, 
number two, I mean, we're, we're running around. You know, I mean, we've got guys that are hungry and laying it out there three days straight. That's tough, you know, especially starting out with a new system and new installs and all that stuff. So I just think our speed, the way we get lined up, and then operationally speaking, that's, that's been uh, definitely a, a plus and a positive so far. Yeah, I mean, obviously our backs, you know, those, those couple guys back there and then a couple, you know, kind of reserve guys that are going to be fighting for depth. You know, there's been some some nice flashes between a couple of them so far. Uh, tight end room, you know, you've got versatility there. You've got quite a bit of athleticism in that room right now, you know, and so that's that's been good to see. Um, that's been good to see in some of the passing game and the running game so far. So I think... Some of the versatility and the variety we have, you know, at the tight end position and in the running back room um, it has been a good sign so far. He is unique. I mean, I've been around some similar types to him, but he is. He's very athletic. I mean, he's got a lot of range to him. And then he can, I mean, he can really run. You know, this is a guy that, that can really run, and so he's going to present some matchup problems in one-on-one situations. There's no, no, no question about it. Um, you know, Sage, Sage has done a nice job getting him back. I know he's been injured. Um, but getting him back and, and seeing some of his physicality early on has been good. And then Sap, Sap's made a couple nice plays here in the couple, first couple of days. You know, he's athletic. He weighs more than you think. He's almost 240 or something. Um, you know, and so he's one of those bodies that you feel like you could probably do just about anything with. You know, he's strong enough to hold up in the box, and he's certainly athletic enough to, to be displaced or flexed out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can get pretty creative. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a physically, physically and skill set wise, what can he handle? But probably more important is, uh, you know, mentally not overloading him. And that's certainly something we're not going to do early on in spring. But, you know, he, he's a guy that mentally can handle some things. And so he, he's a guy you can do a lot with and move around and kind of get him in some different matchups. Yeah, I mean that's 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 paramount, you know. I mean that's in order to really do this thing and, and do what we know and be committed to it, you gotta practice that way and so that's that's been great so far that that uh that he has the trust in us and me and the rest of our staff to kinda get that really implemented and, and get it repped the way we need it to get repped so this thing can grow. So yeah, I mean I just think that's that's commitment, right? That's commitment to what we're what we're doing, what we're about. Yeah, yeah, that was certainly part of our conversation. It's kind of what what he was looking for and, and you know, what could I bring to, you know, or is, would that relationship work? Would we, would we be able to jive that way and all those things? So, yeah, those were, those were some conversations we had in, the, in talks. Yep. Is there a 
Yeah, I mean, you know, you hear air raid all the time, and so we got to give the the old lineman and the running back some love at times on that. So when we're on the ball, it's just kind of a, a little inside joke, I guess, with some dirt raid. So, no, he's he's been he's been important. He's he was a a good addition for us and for me of just kind of having some continuity there and just another person that's been familiar with what we're about, how we practice, how we game plan, how we break down, just all those sort of things that go into this of of just having another voice that way to to really just, um, you know, give me somebody to bounce some things off of that I know has been through it before and has, knows how we practice, knows what it's supposed to look like. So he's, uh, he's brought a lot of value already. Yeah, I'd say the biggest thing is just do the little things better. You know, technique, fundamentals, all three phases, um, you know, better pre-snap alignments, um, where to put our eyes, stances, assignments, and just executing at a, at a higher level. Um, just looking back, um, you know, schematically, I, th- I think we've, we've done a lot, of, a lot of good things. We just need to do the little things better, and that's been a big emphasis, you know, starting back in mat drills once we've gotten back on the field and just really being a stickler for the details. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of things, you know, obviously knew there was going to be a lot of challenges last year, obviously me being my first year, but, you know, just replacing a lot of experience and, and a wealth of, of, of talent from the previous year in the back seven, you know, two, two all ACC corners, uh, linebackers, Nolan Turner and, and all that crew. But, um, you know, just, just the wealth of experience. Those guys got a lot of exposure last year and got thrown in the fire and uh, grew up and, you know, um, obviously the bowl game didn't go as planned. But just throughout the course of the season, just watching guys improve and mature in the back end, whether that's from a preparation standpoint, just composure on and off off the field during game days, making adjustments and and stuff, Um, you know, from an outside in view, you may not see the progress, but being around these guys on a daily basis, you know, you could just see the progress in all those guys throughout the season, you know, especially after the Wake Forest game. And just, you know, um, just watching those guys grow up, you know, I think it's going to be been a, uh, a big time uh, advantage this year. You know, um, got two, two great returning starters at linebacker, a wealth of experience in the back end corners that, that have gotten a lot of game exposure. So excited about those guys and. Um, it's been fun to watch them the first two days and, and just picking up kind of where we left off, and, and they've been awesome since we've gotten back going in January. How different has year two been now in your approach this spring? Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's been a huge growing um, experience for me and just looking back, self-evaluation, how I can install things better, how I can be a better teacher, you know, how I can make things um, better um, and put those guys in a more um, advantageous position 
uh, far as each play and stuff. And I just feel like I've gotten better as a teacher, coach, um, you know, just our process on a daily basis, you know, everybody understands kind of the big picture from a, a staff point, uh, staff viewpoint, you know, with Nick coming on board, just, uh, you know, new leadership in the room and stuff and just getting everyone on the same page, you know, how everybody thinks and, and, uh, you know, I, I'm excited about this, this season and, and really how we've grown as a staff. No, I haven't. I mean, it's been been awesome. Uh, great, great guy, and I think he's going to be a, a huge addition to the staff and stuff. And I, I've really enjoyed working with him. Um, you know, getting to know him and his family and stuff, and just he, he's going to be an awesome addition. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's uh, unfortunate and stuff. Shoot, we're next-door neighbors, so we pass each other every day and, and wave at each other or, or whatnot. But. Yeah, I mean, I think T.J. Dudley, Wade Woodass, throw Kobe McLeod in, in the mix too. Um, but really excited about Wade and, and the experience he got last year. The game wasn't too big for him. Uh, T.J.'s uh, a guy who just loves being out there on the grass, being in the weight room. He just loves it. He can't get enough of football and just has that dog mentality every day and shows up. Um, you know, th those four guys especially – um, they've got tremendous, tremendous leadership. They do everything the right way. They love it. They can't get enough of it. And and really excited about them going going into this year. Yeah, you know he has great coverage ability, so he could go out there and play in space. But kind of my viewpoint at the linebacker position, just kind of transitioning ahead is to be more athletic and being able to, to play in space better. Um, you know, with, with Trotter and Barrett, that those are uh, are kind of the ideal prototype backers in, in today's world, in my, my viewpoint. And uh, TJ and Wade and, and the other guys that we have in the room have that ability, you know, to, to play in space, rush off the edge, play man coverage on tight ends, running backs, and feel good about it. And, uh, you know, kind of kind of Wade's kind of unique. He can go back there and play safety, but against these teams that go 12 personnel, you can put him at Sam, and he can play a non-technique and kick the crap out of the tight end. He can play stack backer, you know. Um, so he, he's an awesome skill set to have on our team. Uh, what doesn't? I mean, he, he's special. He's one of those that, that just rolls in. Uh, I mean, you just know he's different. He, he arrives and he's got the fourth most muscle, fourth and fifth most muscle mass on the team. Just how, just his explosiveness. And, uh, you know, some of these recruiting sites knock him for not being tall enough, but he, he's, he's very, very much tall enough. Just hit. hit He's an amazing young man off the field, comes from a great family, great program, four state championships in the state of Alabama. So he's a winner, 
uh, works extremely hard. He's powerful, explosive. He can play on the edge, play inside. He can play all the techniques up front. And uh, he's just super heavy-handed, explosive, violent. You just go – the list goes on and on. We could be here all day talking about him, but really excited to get him in the mix and get him here in January. Yeah, it was huge. I mean, Wade, Wade was a summer enrollee, so, um, but but those guys, obviously, we don't push being mid-years, but it, it definitely helps if you want to come in and try to play early, you know, just getting the installation basically three or four times before mid-years or uh, mid-summer enrollees get here and stuff, but um, just get all that fundamental work, being being in the room with the guys and stuff, it just, just a, a tremendous learning experience for guys that come in in January. I was not. Either way, you've been around some of the generational defensive linemen where it was like obvious when they got here they were that type of presence and talent. Do you think Woods and that kind of work? Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I mean, heck, he hadn't even taken a snap here. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel confident in, in him and all those other guys. I, I like our makeup of our guys that we signed in that defensive line class. You know, Vic Burley's been super impressive. Steph Island Green's going to be a dog. Um, you know, T.J. Parker, super impressed with him. And then obviously get A.J. and, and Ojebwe here in the fall. And uh, the, those guys ha have the ability and uh, potential makeup to be really, really special for at least three years. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I th I think it our, as as the coordinator, it, it's my job and the position coach's job to figure out what guys do do well, and then try to put them in position to be successful. So uh, maybe early in the year we didn't didn't quite get get to the amount of looks we wanted, but I mean, I feel like our package was was as expansive as as it has been in previous years. And uh, maybe maybe we feature man coverage more some games. Maybe it was three deep zone pressures more one game. But I feel like just looking back self-scout wise, coverage wise and pressure wise, we did as much as any year that I've been here in my previous 10 years. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I kind of got my routine and stuff, and then just meeting-wise, we meet a lot back seven-wise. Um, so just, you know, I, I can be better this year, just demanding more and, and just seeing the big picture more. And, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, every coach in that room kind of knows what to expect from me, you know, and how I see the game, you know, 
Um, been on plenty of staffs with first-year coordinators, and, and it, it takes some time for that chemistry and just, you know, you, you can work with guys 10 years, but until somebody else is in that chair, you know, there, there is some growing pains and just takes time to, to get everybody on the same page and stuff. And uh, so it, it's, it's been really good. This offseason's been great. We've, we've done a lot of studying and just talking ball and getting better. Um, we've done a little bit in the past, but I want to get more involved with that. So just circuit teaching things and just using different guys. So, so the D line guys, they, you know, they teach block destruction every day with those guys. So incorporating them in the tackling station where they're coaching my guys and I get to coach those front guys about space tackling, et cetera, whether it's a tackling circuit, turnover circuit, block destruction or whatever. Um, you know, I, I, I'm definitely emphasizing turnovers more this year than we ever have around here. We we need to take advantage of balls on the ground, uh, you know, converting picks in, in the air, tips or picks, overthrows. Um, you know, we, we dropped some balls that we sh- we should have should have intercepted this this past year and just um, trying to do do different things to be more creative as a teacher and just uh, get more more guys involved in teaching fundamental football. Yeah, most definitely. You know, I, I think everybody has aspirations to move up in this profession, whether it's to be a coordinator or a head coach, and just giving them exposure to coach more guys and, and just the, you know, just learning different skill sets and just challenging everybody to grow as teachers and coaches. With all the guys who've used their years, um, did you learn about those one by one, or did you have an idea, or what was it like to kind of see all these veteran guys one by one kind of announce they're coming back and obviously have? Yeah, and most definitely, like, we we didn't find out till late. You know, you, you never know until right up until it, whatever the deadline is for the, for them to declare and stuff. But, you know, I, it's it's amazing, you know, having that, that many experienced guys coming back, especially in today's world of college football. You know, I just feel like it, it speaks volumes of, of their belief in what we're doing as a team and program and belief in us as a coaching staff. You know, and just want to come back and play play with the guys in that room for another year. What are some aspects of running the show for the first year that you can't prepare for that night? That you have to just go through for the first time to get that <laughs> I don't know where to even start. You know, um, I mean, I've aged ten years. I think in nine months or whatever. Um, but just, you know, just figuring out your day-to-day routine is, is huge. You know, you have a plan, and then you kind of just figure that out, and it, you adjust it as you go, and then just, you know, figuring out how much time you need to, to devote to first and second down, third down game plan, red zone game plan, et cetera. And uh, so, so that's a big part. And then you throw in the recruiting piece, how to carve out 30 minutes to, to reach out, text, and call, and talk to guys on the phone, you know, is it at noon, is it nighttime, whatever that is. So you, you add all that in, and then you try to add in the home piece, you know, being a good dad, husband, father at home. And uh, so th- those are big challenges. And then just the communication uh, with the staff and players, 
you know, how do you present things? How do you want your installs to look? You know, how do you want uh, the totality of the season and calendar year to look from an install standpoint, fundamentals, just making sure we're getting everything covered and taught throughout the year. Um, so, I'm, I mean, it's, it's a lot of moving pieces and stuff, and I feel like I got a much better grasp going, going into year two for sure. Uh, you know, it, it's a big pool of guys, mostly safeties. Um, you know, you get, go from uh, RJ to, to Makuba to Tyler to Khalil Barnes coming in as a freshman. Um, you know, really, really all the, challenge all those safeties to learn that position. You know, I, I think in today's world, just get more athletic and athleticism on the field. Um, I mean, heck, that dude's in man coverage all the time on a slot receiver, you know, so, so why not match up personnel? And uh, so just, just trying to figure out who that guy is this year. Do you want a more uh, savvy zone guy who can blitz off the edge? Do you want that guy to be more of a man coverage guy, you know, whether that's a third corner, you know, uh, a cover safety, you know, just, just putting different guys in that pos position. And, and moving pieces around. Um, he's been mostly at corner, but he's another guy that's in that mix. He slipped slipped my mind for sure. Yeah, we need we need to get more confident back there and freaking challenge receivers and, and play more press man and tight coverage and deny releases, get our hands on guys, freaking be violent um, at all three levels, more violence, hat in hands, just old school physicality up front, uh, setting hard edges in the run game, you know, backers taking on blocks, getting off blocks and, and winning on the back end, you know, winning the perimeter screen game and tackling well in space. Just overall being more violent and more confident. Is that something you can teach them in practice? Oh, most definitely. How is that? Is that yeah, definitely. You do more block destruction type circuits and, and, and block destruction work. You know, I think it comes from a mindset as well um, a little bit, but you can pull it out of guys, whether that's going good on good with the offense, hey, perimeter screen drill, hey, we're – Everybody knows you're throwing the bubble out here. Who's going to win? Is it going to be the receiver? Freaking nickel, setting the hard edge out there and turning it back to his help. You know, just uh, there's several things that you can incorporate from that st standpoint. I mean, I, I'm not saying overall that it was bad. I'm just saying that's an area that we can improve upon. We should, we sh especially in today's world where, where receivers can't cut you on the, on the perimeter, we should, we should win that matchup nine out of ten times. So I, I want us to be more physical at all three levels, um, getting off blocks, just sense of urgency, just, uh, you know, getting – should never block us one for one is what I say. Um, you know, whether, whether it's guys just playing a little timid, unsure of themselves, whether that's 
first of all, probably guys in, in newer spots. Um, so, so a little more thinking. So I'm not playing as fast and free as I, as I need to. So I, I would say that's probably that's a confidence and a knowledge issue. So just getting exposure from being out there on the playing field, you know, the best lessons are learned on Saturdays. Yeah, definitely. It, you know, he he's changed his body, um, continued to challenge him, you know, to, to keep that weight on and get, get bigger and stronger. And uh, it helps with durability issues as well. Yeah, I, I think a lot of guys in our room have, have, have chips on their shoulder, no doubt. Yeah, hey, hey, you got the potential to be one of the best corners to come through here. Let, let's put it all together on and off the field and go have an amazing year. How about I mean, I don't think he has to change his body. I just want him to play freaking press man and tackle in space and play great, great zone defense and challenge receivers and, and get up and play confident. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys. Who knows how that position's going to shake out? But but there's a lot of guys getting getting looks in in there and and stuff. And excited, those guys are 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 doing everything we, we've asked of them and trying to do it the right way. If you're in the Columbia or Sumter or PD areas, and you're in any way interested in buying and selling a home, commercial property, land, need to consider reaching out to Uptown Realty. They're based out of Sumter and run by a friend of mine, Patrick Enzer, big Clemson guy, used to cover the Tigers in a newspaper capacity, longtime supporter of Tiger Illustrated, longtime listener to the Dubcast. The home buying process should be an enjoyable experience, so let Patrick and his staff do all the heavy lifting. All you got to do is pick up the phone and call 803-774-0435 or go to UptownRealtySC.com. Another loyal supporter of the Dubcast is Blackacre Law Firm in Greenville, a subsidiary of Parham, Smith & Archenthold. Blackacre helps South Carolina residents achieve their dreams of home ownership by providing experienced professional representation for real estate closings. Attention to detail is crucial in real estate law. Blackacre is committed to making sure nothing gets by them preparing residential or commercial closings. Blackacre also offers estate planning services for their clients in the Greenville area. Find out more about Blackacre at 864-326-35. Want to share a quick word about Founders Federal Credit Union? If you've been to a sporting event in Clemson, you've probably heard about Founders already. They are the official credit union partner of the Clemson Tigers. In addition to that, all Clemson faculty, staff, and students are eligible for membership as well as IPTA members. Its office is located beside the Walmart Neighborhood Market on Old Greenville Highway in Clemson. For more information, go to foundersfcu.com. Yeah, there's there's pros and cons to it, right? I mean, those guys have both played a lot of football and and uh, 
still have a lot to work on. And so they, they hate that they're missing, but ultimately want to get those guys healthy. And, but it has been good to get other guys a lot of reps and, and to mix and match groups a little bit more. Um, has been has been helpful, and and then Mitch has missed a couple of days with a little knee, he tweaked his knee a little bit. So it's been good for those young guys to get a lot of work. How long is Mitch going to be out? He'll be back next week, but yeah, at first that first scrimmage just got rolled up a little bit. So um, yeah, so it's been good. We've been mixing and matching guys like crazy. So those young guys have shown up every day and competed very hard. So I think they're getting better. What have you learned? I guess. Um. Well, you know, it's it's good to see who can who can learn the new system, right? And so, in, in that sense, um, you know, the mid-year guys are kind of in the same place as far as learning the offense because everyone's hearing it for the first time. Um, so it's been good to to create a lot of competition um, at uh, every spot across the offense line. It's been really good. Um, so I think we're, we're we're feeling more and more confident about creating some competitive depth. You know, last year we played five guys pretty much the entire season. And I uh, had four guys close to a thousand reps. So, you know, our best years around here, we've had eight to ten guys that we feel like can go in there and play for. So, I feel like we're we're trending in that direction. Well, Tristan's had an incredible off season. Um, he was one of the most improved guys last year, and he's continued his upward trajectory. Uh, he's just he's just he's a great kid, you know. And you get a kid that's highly recruited like like Tristan. Sometimes they have an inflated view of themselves, but he's been very self-aware, very under, you know, knows where he is, what he do to get better. You know, shout out to Coach Hogan in the weight room. I mean, what Coach Hogan has done with those guys, especially Tristan, you know, but he's bought in and he's always looking to get better. And so really feeling feeling good about where Tristan is. Um, you know, he's, he's worked really hard at changing his body composition. That's one thing, you know, he's continuing to lean out a little bit. Uh, he's trusting his his length and his, and his punch and, and pass protection and, um, he's been he's been pretty solid in the run game. I think it's more of converting speed to power and stopping the bull rush has been a big point of emphasis for him. How has Lentico been his progression this spring? Yeah, very very good. So uh, you know Putnam um, went to Matt Bockhorst wedding on Saturday, and so Ryan got all the first team reps at center. So really 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 happy with with where Ryan is, his progression. Um, he's been a very consistent guy. It, it's hard sometimes being the backup center because you know unless someone gets hurt. Uh, it's hard to rotate centers, and so I think that that can affect you a little bit sometimes. But he, he's shown up; he's going to work. And and my message to him has been, hey, we're going to put the best five on the field, and if that means putting you at center and putting them back to guard, we'll do whatever it takes to get the best five on the field. So I think he's done a good job. Uh, biggest thing for him has been you know, being more vocal, making the the points, the IDs, the communication, making sure everyone's on the same page. Um, and so he's he's accepted the challenge. <laughs> It's been good. But both those guys have had a good had a good um, spring. Um, this, the half scrimmage we had on Saturday, they both had their best days. So you know, Dietrich's a guy that's just, he's learning to, to work and 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 what it takes to become a great player. And you know, in the past, Dietrich's been up one day and had a good day, and then down the next. And so it's it's about you know being consistent over time. Can we trust you to, to go out there and do your job? So. Um, He's 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 been doing some good things, you know. Coach challenged him in the off season. I think he's 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 taken that challenge. Uh, and then Collins had a good spring. He he really has. He's a guy that gives you position flexibility, that can play guard. But we've tried to just leave him at tackle and let him and Tristan battle and compete for that spot. And so 
um, he's had a good look in his eye, and he's he's gone to work. Um, so we've been very pleased. You know, he he plays with with an edge that you that you want. Uh, so that's been good. Dabo we we've we we cross train an individual, and uh, we've cross trained a little bit, like in some one on one settings. Um, you know, but really, we've we've been playing a little bit of musical chairs in the guard position, so trying to just kind of keep him consistent there. I mean, he's he's done a good job, and and again, you know, you feel if you feel good about Tristan and Colin coming along, you don't feel like you have to to swing them as much. But we'll continue to to cross train, you know, and uh, and and play them on both sides. Yeah, yeah, no, you do. I mean, we can go out there and win with those guys for sure, for sure. You know, and if, if we went, to, if we were to go out there today, you know, I think both those guys have, have earned the, the opportunity to play. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think um, that gives you some some flexibility. I mean, you know, this time last year, we were really pleased with where Blake was. Um, but I don't know if any of us would have said, hey, he's he's going to be our starting right tackle, you know, and it was as everything those guys did through the summer. And then a couple of days into into fall camp, we said, you know, he's one of our best five. Walker was interested in bumping in. And so um, so we did it. So, um, yeah, there's there's still a ton of time before we kick it off, you know, in September. Um, but, yeah, we'll can I met with Marcus today. We'll continue to train him at, at guard and tackle, you know, and. We'll get a plan kind of going into the fall camp, but but have been really pleased. You know, um, I think we're at a place where we could play him at left tackle if he's our best player. We don't have to play him there because we don't have any anyone who can do it, which I think is that's, there's a, a big distinction there. Yeah, yeah, really pleased with with all three of those mid years. I mean, those guys are about the right stuff. Um, Ian. Is, uh, is you know comes from a great program in Texas. They know how to work, knows how to train. So he's um, he's been working hard, gotten a lot of reps at, at the right tackle spot. You know, when so for these young guys, really just trying to leave them at one spot and let them learn it. You know, and so he's been at at right tackle, and, and Harris has been left. And then have have cross trained uh, Harris and, and Zach a little bit at both guards. Um, so the, all three of those guys have the the mental uh, capability to play multiple positions. Saw Walker and them just kind of obviously doing their thing on the side the other day. Where are they at? And you feel like definitely going to be 100 percent when you guys get ready in August. Yeah, sir. I think so. Um, you know, I, I joked with Walker. All I see him do is is lift and do treatment and eat. I mean, he's he's huge. He's strong as strong as he's ever been. You know, he's a guy that fights to keep it on. So he's he's been he's been killing it. He's doing great. Um, you know, and, and he's a he's a leader. He's a leader, and so it's been good to see some of those other guys have to step step in that role. So he's feeling good. Um, I think he was like ninety percent on the alter G running straight ahead running the other day, and so there's no pain in the ankle. It's just a matter of stiffness and getting it back. So he'll be he'll be full go in the summer. So excited about getting him back, and um, you know he's been locked in and engaged and going to all the meetings and practices, to learn the new terminology, and, and has participated in some of the walkthroughs. You know, has gotten in there and taken some reps and walkthrough stuff. And Marcus, and Marcus, yeah, Marcus, Marcus was in. You know, he was he was going through. He went through Indy last couple of days, so he looked really good today, doing some change of direction stuff. He's a guy that if you know if you were going to go play in a game on April fifteenth, he might be a guy that you know could go a little bit. You know, I mean, he's close. He's very close. Yeah. Uh, Pennington is way. Like, 
Well, you know, we try to base a lot of that off body comp, and he's a very lean guy. He's at like 26% body fat, you know, which is pretty impressive for his size. So uh, there's certainly room he can improve um, and, and, and continue to come down. So we'll, you know, we meet, as we meet with all those guys at the end of the spring, we'll, um, you know, give them a target goal weight for the, for the summer after we talk, talk with Coach Hogan and talk to Megan, our nutritionist, and kind of get a plan for him. So, um, you know, guys that tend to gain weight as the season go on, we try to get them a little bit lighter going into camp. But then there's guys that struggle to keep it on. You want them a little bit heavier. So spring is a good time for players to kind of figure out what their natural body weight is. Um, so he's been moving better. You know, I mean, he can carry a lot of weight. That's, that's for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's learning to, to, to train the right way and, and push through and, and finish. You know, I think that's a big part of it. How do you feel about the no, I've been been you know uh, I think Tuck Tuck had his best day Saturday. He's he's getting better. Feel 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 better about where Dietrich is, and he's he's getting better as well. And then Harris has been a, a really a bright light. I mean he's he's done some really good things. So you know you got those three guys, and then you got you know obviously Mitchell, and you got Marcus and and uh, and Walker. So we got some we got some depth there. That's, that's good. So. You know what we need is just the guy. The two guys are going to take it over. You know, um, and then the rest of them need to, need to come along. So it's been good. It's been good competition. Yeah. How beneficial was it late late in the season for Mitchell being able to start those? I guess. Yeah, I think it might have been might have been five. It was it was a home game, Miami or Louisville or something. So it's it's invaluable. I mean, I think yeah, four, of the last five. four of the last five. Yeah. So yeah, he started four. And then one of the games he started, and then Marcus came back, got hurt in like the first series. So he really played five games. So, you know, again, it, it, like football is fun to play. It's 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 not always fun to practice. And so, when you get a guy like Mitch, who's you know in his third year and hasn't gotten on the field, um, and Mitchell for most of the fall was our our next right tackle, you know, and then continued to progress. And against Florida State, had about twenty reps at guard and tackle. He was kind of our sixth guy and felt felt more confident about where he was. So, um, you know, when a guy gets to play and realizes that they can go out there, because, you know, it's, practice is always harder than the game. I mean, every, every drill is a, is a de- defense usually has the advantage if it's pass rush or if it's inside drill, you know. And so skis in the back, he didn't like that. Uh, but uh, so, um, you know, to get him out there and to get him some game reps for him to see I can, I can play at this level, I think that just a boost of confidence, you know, and it – and that changes every every aspect of their lives. So it's been really good for Mitch to get out there, and then he he attacked the off season as a guy. I'm coming to go compete for a starting spot because if Mitch is the best guy at guard and Marcus is the best guy at tackle, that, that's our lineup, you know. So, um, but yeah, pleased with where he's where he is. I, I know you're still trying to, as you mentioned, the depth, especially at your guard position, get more depth in there and get more than five guys on the field. But considering a lot of guys that played, you didn't. You know, up until the end, you're pretty healthy for most of the year. How beneficial was that? And then also the fact that coming back, all those guys get that experience, and you feel like maybe this is a strength, more of a strength now for this offense than yeah. it was in previous years. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, on paper, you lost Jordan McFadden, um, but you have five guys coming back who have started, you know, significant games. So, so that's certainly uh, invaluable. Um, so, and then you know, those, I mean. The other part is it just yeah it gives you competition at every like Mitchell is not coming back to sit on the bench he's coming back to compete for a spot Marcus and, and Walker and then those guys that got here aren't just coming to redshirt they're trying to compete for a spot so 
the more competition you have, the better. We've always had great competition against our defensive line. We've always had great players. And now as we're getting a little bit more competitive depth in the O-line, that, that creates even more competition. Um, so, you know, and then we're trying to keep them um, from being comfortable. You know, if a guy jumps off sides, we take him out and throw the next guy in there. You know, so you got to, you know, you coach has always said, hey, the, the tie goes to the, the veteran, but we're going we're gonna to play the best five guys. And I think we've shown that. It was Marcus as a freshman. It was Blake as a freshman. And so, you know, everyone's got to earn it every day. And so I think if you create that standard and that mindset, it goes a long way. And it carries over in the weight room and the meeting room and academically, the competition academically and, and all areas of the life. I think that's important. We have time for one more question. Thomas, what's the biggest difference with this offense? Your yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think the biggest. I think the biggest thing is is um, the menu of plays that we're carrying into a practice, to a scrimmage, and all that is is smaller. And so, um, you know, you can run inside zone out of every imaginable formation, but um, when you're carrying out of less formations, I think you can coach up some of the details and and the looks that you're expecting a defense to give you a little bit with with a little bit more precision and accuracy um and and so i think um i think that's been a big difference um is you know and then that allows you within week game weeks to be a little bit more creative in the run game you know if you're going to run a new little fold scheme or or counter something like that but you're only carrying it to a few formations now i think that allows you to really focus on the looks that you're going to get and those guys get confident and they get good at it and they just practice it and and you're also getting the practice, competitive practices, in, you know, against your defense. So, you know, if you're carrying ten plays and you got to get all ten of those repped, and you only have, you know, ten snaps of practice, you get them hit one time. If you have five plays and you have ten, you know, you get it ripped twice. So I just think as we get through the spring, we've we've, we've gotten more and more reps at our base stuff, and that increases precision, um, and and that gives guys confidence and ability to play fast or think less and. And now you can work even more time in your individual on the fundamentals and techniques of the, of the position. He's an inside guy. All right, that'll do it. Thanks to these coaches for sharing their time. Also, Ross Taylor, football communications czar, for helping make them available. The City Champs, as always, providing our funky bumper music. Look them up if you haven't already given them a listen. Thanks to all of our sponsors, of course, and most of all, thanks to all of you for hitting that play button every week. Be safe. Cheers.